Hello, my lovely ladies and menstruators alike. Welcome to the 12th episode of the She Eats podcast. She Eats is a holistic health company dedicated to ending the toxic dieting culture placed on women to chronically undereat and overexercise and fit into this image of what a woman should look like. Instead, we are empowering women to eat to fuel their bodies by syncing their nutrition and fitness to their unique hormones. Now, today we are going to talk about stress and how this can impact your hormones. I thought this would be an opportune time to cover this as while the holidays can bring a lot of joy and happiness, it can also bring a lot of stress, whether that is from financial obligations to show up with gifts for everybody, contribute to holiday parties, as well as just the stress of traveling, taking off work to do that, getting through the airports, the traffic, all the fun adventures that can come along your travels that seem stressful in the moment, as well as the exposure to lots of people who may be sick during this time. We know it just happens during these cold winter months. You're not getting as much vitamin D. A lot of sickness can come about. So today we are going to cover what happens to your hormones when you are chronically stressed and then how we can overcome that so we aren't getting sick and we aren't disrupting our hormones during this holiday season, but also these tips are going to apply to all year round. While it may seem like stress is on my mind, I'm actually super excited about Christmas coming up. I get to go home and spend a whole 10 days with my family. I look forward to this time every single year just to slow down and curl up on the couch with my mom. Like I'm a little kid again, but now we're having a lot more deep, uh, connected adult conversations. It's just a really magical time that I absolutely cherish. And so I encourage you before you even get to the rest of this, one of the greatest things you can do to decrease your stress is practice gratitude. When you are in a state of gratitude, it is really hard to be stressed out because if you are just grateful for that moment and grateful for the people you are with, then the little things don't matter. What matters is the people you're with in that time and the moments that you get to share together because time is so finite. So if you take anything away from this podcast, practice gratitude and just see your attitude shift and your feelings of stress shift. So the things I listed earlier, I would call apparent stress, but what else does your body perceive as stress, especially during the winter and holiday season? First is going to be the lack of sunlight. I'm sure everybody is aware of seasonal depression, the seasonal blues that come around, and that happens when we are lacking vitamin D. And I believe it's somewhere above 60% of Americans are lacking in vitamin D, and that is huge. Vitamin D, while we call it a vitamin, is actually a hormone, and it plays a lot of roles in helping balance our hormones. During the holidays, we are often up late with family, playing games, going out to Christmas parties, and so oftentimes we become short on sleep or our sleep patterns are very disrupted. We'll also end up drinking alcohol, which will decrease our sleep quality, and both of those things are major stressors to our body. We talked about sickness and the increased exposure to sick people as we are traveling, as we're going to these parties, large get-togethers. Our immune systems are already a bit weaker from the rise in stress, from the lack of vitamin D. And so getting exposed, especially now after all the lockdowns, make sure you're staying on top of your immunity because it is wild how sick people are getting this year 
just from the common cold, how much weaker our immune systems are after all of these lockdowns, not being exposed to people all the time. You fight off hundreds of viruses a day, but our bodies aren't used to doing that after the two years of not being exposed to that. So really taking the precautions to protect yourself and to boost your immune system as much as possible. But let's stay on track. Other hidden things that can be stressing out our body during this holiday season is all the excess sugar, fatty, buttery foods, which are delicious. And I want you to enjoy them, but know that it is causing increased inflammation in your body. So it is really important to surround the rest of your day with quality nutrients, making sure you're getting the movement. And I'm kind of jumping ahead but let's drive the points home of what we can do to help ourselves decrease stress, especially through this holiday season. So let's dive into talking about what these stresses do to our hormones and then what we can do to help our bodies handle these stresses. If you've been listening to the podcast or you are up on some of the current health crises, a hormone called cortisol or your stress hormone is chronically high in people right now and is actually one of the number one killers. Cortisol is not totally bad, but it does wreak havoc on our bodies when we allow it to stay chronically high. It is supposed to go on a curve. It is supposed to go up and it's supposed to go back down. But when we leave it high, that leads to problems and it is a major hormone disruptor. And it really doesn't matter what kind of stress you're enduring. Cortisol is going to go up to mount your body's defenses to get you through whatever craziness you are going through to help you survive. One of the reasons cortisol is so detrimental to our bodies when it stays that way is that cortisol causes you to dump magnesium. Magnesium plays a critical role in one, bringing down our stress, but also in producing estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So from the get-go, your body is going to have a difficult time making those hormones. Next, cortisol puts you into a sympathetic state. So that's that fight or flight state. And when you're in that sympathetic state, your body perceives that you are in danger. So when you're in danger, it's not exactly going to prompt you to be looking for that cutie to reproduce. It is focused on having you survive. And so it's going to send the signals to your body to turn off unnecessary processes, save the energy it needs. And that is going to start with turning off those hormones. If you are in a safe place to survive, your body is not amped on bringing another life into this world. So whether you're trying to have a kid or not, we still need those hormones and when stress is high, your body is saying, nope, we're not about it. Go ahead and get rid of this. We're not even chancing it. More stress is not what we need right now. So your body's trying to help you out, but it just doesn't understand what's going on. And so we need to make sure that it understands it is safe so that we keep our hormones healthy and happy. Chronically high cortisol is also going to increase inflammation. And inflammation causes so many issues in our body. First, it makes it so hard for your body to fight off infection, especially when it's systemic inflammation, which is what happens when cortisol is high. Your body is just like, we need to send defenses everywhere. We can't focus on one thing. So if an infection gets in, it's like if you've ever played risk, you really don't want one or two of your little army men on each of your countries. You want to have big defenses placed all over the place so that when you get attacked, you can keep rolling those dice, keep rolling those dice, and you never get overrun. But when inflammation is widespread across our body, all of our little soldiers are spaced out trying to go check on all of our countries, make sure everything is covered, and eventually a bigger virus is going to come in, and you're not going to get the dice roll you need, and that virus is going to win. And so when we're chronically stressed, we are at high susceptibility to getting sick, to activating or flaring up an autoimmune disorder, 
And sadly, this is also one of the ways that cancer eventually wins. One of my cousins is super rad and he's a biochemist. And he told me that we fight off cancer like a hundred times a day. He's like, your body is so, so cool, but it's that time that eventually it can't handle it. And that's when you eventually lose that fight. Not saying the fight's over there, but then we really have to get stress under control. We really have to get inflammation down. Of course, you're going to need treatments for that, but we won't go down that rabbit hole. I just always remember that when I think about how cool the body is and how much we want to help it out in its fight against all the things it's dealing with without us even knowing all day long. If we can keep stress down, we can absolutely do that. So not only does it feel good to keep stress low, but is incredibly important for our hormones and our overall health. So let's talk about how you can keep stress low all year long to keep yourself and your body healthy and happy. The first one, ladies, seems way too simple, but it is just getting your quality nutrients in. That 80-20 rule we talked about before, it's totally okay to enjoy the treats, but make 80% of your diet nutrient-rich. Make sure you're getting your zinc, your vitamin C, your calcium, potassium, your B vitamins. We talked about vitamin D and magnesium. I can't stress magnesium enough how much your body needs it. In fact, that's actually what next week's episode is going to be over because magnesium does so many amazing things for our health and balancing our hormones. And sometimes I get the question like, well, what should I be eating? And the easiest thing is one, like what you will eat consistently. So make a list of six vegetables that you will eat because we want diversity Different vegetables contain different amounts of nutrients, like spinach and broccoli, both very amazing vegetables. Spinach contains almost nine times the amount of iron that broccoli does. So while broccoli is super amazing, if you're low on iron or in your menstrual phase, maybe spinach is the one you want to pick. But if you have about six vegetables and you pick two to three of those a week and you rotate those through, you should be pretty solid on getting those nutrients. If you are including your seeds, they contain all of these minus the vitamin C and all the B vitamins. So if you are picking two vegetables, one fruit and getting your seeds, you are going to be doing really good at getting those micronutrients in. And then if you have a treat around that, great. You already set your body up for success. The next thing, ladies, and it already seems too simple, is getting enough movement in. Movement is life. It keeps your circulation going and that keeps toxins getting eliminated out of your body and make it a double whammy. Get outside, go for a walk, go for a hike, do a body weight workout outside, get some vitamin D on that skin, pump the blood, keep everything moving. Make sure you're hydrating with that. We'll just go ahead and combine those together because I didn't actually plan hydration as one of them, but staying hydrated during the winter months, especially will help to keep you from getting sick. And that will help to keep stressed out, but back to the movement, but back to the movement, I want to add keeping it in the optimal range. If you are like me who forever believe that more is better. And if you told me that I need to go exercise more, I was going to exercise as much as I could. But if we overtrain, we overstress the body. And when we do that, we lower our immunity. We break down our body. We're causing cortisol to go high or even crashed, which can be just as bad as too high of cortisol. And so making sure that you are staying in that optimal range, just giving your body what it needs. And so ladies, if you are eating and training with your cycle, you will be in that optimal range. You will keep stress low and you will support your hormones all year long. But what are some other things we can do? The next thing is breath work. 
I know we've talked about a little bit before, box breathing is my absolute favorite. In one breath, you can feel your stress come down. Whenever you start to get overwhelmed, maybe there's a family argument, maybe deadlines are coming down at work and things are getting stressful, your boss is getting on you, the kids are arguing, there's financial stresses, you're just having a ball while traveling. Notice when your heart rate starts to go up. Notice when your shoulders start to rise and then take a big deep breath and let it go. Four seconds in, hold it at the top, four seconds out, hold it at the bottom and just feel your heart rate start to slow down. Feel your blood pressure start to drop. Feel yourself go into that parasympathetic state. Ladies, breath is so powerful. If you've ever looked into Chinese medicine, breath commands blood. Blood commands chi, which is like the life force, circulation, the movement through your body. Breath is everything. Breath is life. And we can utilize breath to bring down our stress, to keep the holidays what they should be. This amazing time to be cherished with family and friends, to be grateful for each other, to reflect back over our year and look forward and plan into the next one so that we can optimize that year so we can go into it healthy, strong, ready to step into our next highest self, ready to really reach our potential, to reach our goals. And the last one, now that we're in that parasympathetic state, is getting sleep, is getting rest. I know that there are so many fun holiday parties. I am looking forward to getting home. Now I know my brother and sister-in-law are going to get to come before Christmas, before they go to her parents. And I am so excited for those few days that they are going to be there. But I know that means we're probably going to be up till 3 a.m. Because my sister-in-law's energy at night is uncanny. It's amazing. We have such a fun time. But I know that sleep it's going to be a little bit low during that time. And that's okay because the quality of your life is really based on the quality of your relationships. And so missing some of that sleep to have that connection, having that alcohol to enhance that time and the quality of those relationships is going to even out is more beneficial than not enhancing that relationship. But since we know sleep is going to get disrupted, And sleep will get disrupted again in the summer, will get disrupted for other events. Trying to prioritize our sleep when we can, keeping regular wake and sleep cycles, keeping your room dark and cold, trying to dim lights one to two hours before bed, trying to stop eating one to two hours before bed. And I'm going to tangent for a short moment here because I get a lot of questions about this or people saying, you know, I'm, I'm not eating late anymore so that I don't gain weight. And it's like, kind of, the reason that will help if weight loss is one of your goals is because you're going to get better sleep. Because when you eat, your body heats up. So it's not so much about the calories or that there's this magical thing where calories count for twice as much if it's closer to bedtime, but it's the fact that your body heats up when you eat. And so you actually won't get into that deep sleep when you do fall asleep. Or it'll take you a lot longer, so you'll get less of that deep sleep. And then you're not getting that repairing. Then your cortisol stays high because when we don't sleep well, cortisol stays high. When cortisol stays high, it prompts our body to store fat. We become insulin resistant. And so that's really why we want to limit food closer to bedtime. But back on how we can help with our sleep, 
blue light blocking glasses. Absolutely amazing, especially if you're going to be watching a movie, being on your phone, catching up on some work. We talked about magnesium earlier. So and taking some magnesium before bed can really help with that sleep quality. So ladies, let's recap the four things you can do to combat stress really all year long. But during this holiday season is one, get those quality nutrients in. Make a list of vegetables you'll eat. Pick two to three of those throughout the week. Make sure you're getting at least two servings a day, one serving of fruit and getting your seeds in. You will set yourself up for success with those nutrients. The next thing was getting that movement. And again, we can time both of these with our cycle to support our hormones even more and stay in that optimal versus tolerable range. We snuck hydration in there, which if you missed that training, we talked about how to calculate how much you need. Very base starting is take your weight divided by two. That's how many ounces you need at minimum before exercise or taking into account what phase of your cycle you're in. Because we know in our luteal phase, things can change up a little bit with our hydration. Number three, that breath work. And number four, getting good quality sleep. Ladies, you focus on these four simple things. You work on integrating even just one at a time into a week, in four weeks, in one month, in one cycle, you will be on your way to making a lifestyle that supports your hormones and your overall health. I mentioned the She Eats community. If you are not over there, I will link it in the show notes. If you have any questions or want to know more, how you can institute this into your life. I would love to answer those for you. Just follow that link in the show notes. We'll get you in the community. Let me know that you want to set up a phone call. I love jumping on with our community members, getting to know them, getting to know what their questions are, how I can better communicate this information because ladies, I'm on a mission to help a million women ditch dieting forever and instead develop a lifestyle that supports their hormones and overall health. And I cannot do it alone. And I'm also not going to stop there. So ladies, please, I need your help. If this resonated with you, if you found value in it, please share it with your friends. Invite them to the group. Help me spread this mission so that no woman feels like she ever needs to restrict any food again or miss out on any moment. We didn't really talk about PMS much today, but also when you learn to do this for your cycle, you can ditch PMS for good. If weight loss is your goal, if weight management is something you struggle with, it becomes easy when you know how to sync your nutrition and your fitness with your cycle. There are so many things that we were never taught that we deserve to know as women. And I'm trying to spread that message. So please, ladies, again, if you would share this, it would absolutely mean the world to me. And then if you would like and subscribe and leave me a review so I can know what you thought, that would be such a Christmas gift and fill my soul. And until next time, ladies, she lives, she loves, and she eats.